It's that time again. America's favorite fan-centric podcast is about to leave the station. From memory lane to Austin Avenue, be it sports, social, or otherwise, we'll explore it all together while trying to keep it on the road one trip at a time. So sit your ass down, keep your hands in the vehicle, and buckle up, bitches, because you just got on the fan bus. Okay, welcome, boys and girls, to another episode of the Fan Bus. So today we are talking about pageants. Not a fan? Are you a fan? It is not a sport, but is it competitive? Hell yeah, it is. It totally is. So um, the bus is going to be stopping in Pageantville, and we are picking up today to get onto the bus. Our friend, my friend, who I love, and a friend of the show, and our Patriot Sports Radio family, Megan Taylor. Hello, Megan. Hello, Angela. Thanks for having me today. Heck yeah. How are you? Are you good? I'm today? doing well. Yeah, I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, first day off. Nice. I've been working six days a week lately, so um, I have a day off today and jump back to it tomorrow, so usually I just try to um, relax and debrief and have some fun with the kids these days. Yeah. You have like, you're like a juggler. Like I imagine like a, like a juggling act, like Megan's got her juggling act. She's (laughs) your mom, right? That's part of the whole thing. And you work full time. Yep. And and you're a pageant gal, right? (laughs) I am. I'm a 45 year old pageant woman. That is right. So awesome. So the reason why I was like, okay, I need to do an episode about pageantry because we were doing a PSR episode and um, we just sometimes bring up random stories and the guys were talking about, um, Eric brought up a story about a pageant in France, I think it was. And they were saying that yeah, they had these crazy rules at the beauty pageant, but somebody got kicked out because they weren't beautiful enough and um, they were too short. And then, so this whole, right? So this whole thing, it became like a big topic of discussion right then and there. But then I told them what they don't realize is like, there's all different kinds of pageants. And it, it made me realize right then, I was like, yeah. oh, people probably have a pretty big misconception of what pageantry actually is these days. Oh, for sure. Oh, they, they absolutely do. Yeah. So, so I was like, okay. I'm going to sit down. Megan's going to help us set the record straight. We're going to go through some of this stuff. So Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. Let's get to it. Um, it. <laughs> you know, there are a lot of different pageants. And a lot of people have the, misper- the perception that they are beauty pageants. Now, there right. are. And a lot of those tend to be in the South. And that's where you see some of the girls, the younger little girls with their hair. Like, they have fake hair, all this makeup on these crazy little dresses and they prance around. Those are beauty pageants and those are usually all the ones are in the South. Um, Those are called glitz pageants. Now, any other kind of pageant is called a natural pageant. And that's where solely it's um, women and girls that compete for titles. It's not about the prettiest. Do a lot of the winners look beautiful? Yes, they do. But pageants are based off of community service, volunteer work, uh, philanthropy, all of that good kind of stuff that um, 
that people love to do. And it's, and it's hard work. Um, right. these, oh my gosh. These pageants, I can't believe how hard you guys work. Yeah. Yes. Which it was until I got involved with like immersing myself a little bit in that world with you, just as supporting you and whatever. Like I had no idea the amount of work that you people do. Like you people. It is. <laughs> it is a lot of work. And what people don't understand, they're like, oh, you do pageants. And it's like, yeah, but I work for months, if not over a year, to compete in just one pageant system. And I try to rack up as many hours out there in the community as for volunteer work. Yeah. And it's like a way of life for you guys, though. Like, it's what I realize is like, it's not like, oh, I'm, you know, it's, it's not necessarily like, like we're like, oh, I'm going to do this job. I'm going to put it in and do this job and do the work and whatever. And it's for this pageant. And then I'm done. Like, it's really a way of life where you guys are, you know, putting in your heart and your soul into different causes or, um, you know, different areas that mean something to you. And it's, it's genuine, you know, such yes. that I yep. feel like it's a way of life that you you all are bringing awareness to different communities of of different you know different s- subjects and topics and and um, problems that the world is having that you guys are yeah. legitimately trying to put faces to it and spread the word and make a difference. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's where all of these women and uh, girls come up with their own platforms. It's called. So it's something that they believe strongly in and they work that platform to bring to the table at the pageant, the final pageant. And that's where we actually have interviews. And people don't understand that it's not about walking on stage in a gorgeous gown and looking beautiful. It is the interview before you walk on stage that there is a panel of judges and you go in and you represent wearing just, you know, really nice dress a pretty cocktail dress or, you know, something professional. And you have a, a, about a five minute interview. And within those five minutes, they can ask you questions about all that you do, or they can ask you different um, random questions that they think of. But that's where you always try to bring in your platform to whatever question they ask you and be passionate about it and talk about how many hours of service you did with that platform training for the pageant. So yeah. And it's, it's so it is. And if it's, it's like a five minute interview or if it's a 10 minute interview or 15, it doesn't at the end of the day, like it, it's <laughs> don't get it wrong. Like it's not, everything is not met in just that five minutes. Like I know for a fact, and you and I have talked about this and you've shown me, some of the pages and pages of there's actual like applications and where you're actually talking about your platform. And, you know, it's likely that you've listed these things and they've researched it ahead of time. Uh And (laughs) they look you up. (laughs) So there's a lot, you know, it's not just the interview, it's your application and the application process entails like all of those things that your platform represents. Yes. You are, if you're a person of integrity, what's important to you. Yeah. Absolutely. All of that. And I've even asked you questions like, what should I say? I'm just kind of (laughs) stumped. I don't know. Because yeah, the paperwork that you fill out 
just to be, you know, to get involved and sign up for the pageant, it can be lengthy and intimidating because you right. really have to put it out there because that's the first thing that these judges see about you. And then they interview you. So it's, yeah, it's crazy. And interview scores for a pageant are at least 40%. Okay. I've been involved in pageants where your interview was 50% of your score. Right. So the scoring is all different. Then they score you on stage question. If there's a stage question, evening gown, fun fashion wear, everything else gets a different percentage. So really the highest score is your interview. You got to, if you win interview, it doesn't mean you're going to win the pageant but it's going to definitely help you out the higher your score is. Yeah. And so that's, that's your integrity. The interview part is your integrity and your platform pretty much. Yeah, That's awesome. So I wanted to ask you too, um, about well, like when we're talking about pageants and pageantry and the pageant world and the different platforms and the other thing that I didn't realize too um, that I be- became aware of, which I think is amazing, is that you know different groups of people run in circles where they support each other and you folks are so supportive of one another. And I was seeing and I continually see that you're like, you know, competing against each other, quote unquote, but really, you know, I've seen you at different fundraising events and different charity things for uh, tons of your other, what you call like sister queens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. It's, it's great because I've met so many, even younger girls. One of my sister Queens a few years ago, she was the same age as my son. So at that time, she was seven and her and I would go out and we won the same pageant system together, but different categories. I was much older and we did a a holiday parade together and she came and helped me out at my kid's special needs um, celebration party. And let's talk about that. What are you, I want to talk about what your platforms have been and what are some of the different things that you've poured your heart into? Why don't we talk about that? And some of the favorite ones that your sister Queens do. Do you mind sharing that? Yeah, no, absolutely. I would love to. So my first platform, when I started, I was 37 years old going through a divorce. And that's when I decided to jump in and do a pageant because I saw a mutual friend on Facebook said that she was going to do a pageant. And she was in her 20s. She was going to mark it off her bucket list and do something fun. And I looked into it. I competed. I got first runner up at that pageant. And when I was there, I learned from everybody else the true meaning of what pageants do and the camaraderie of all of these women. We were competing against each other, but all of a sudden we were, we were friends. We wanted to help each other out. And as everybody would go into different pageant systems, we would then help that girl out woman with their platforms and cheer each other on, go see them at all of these amazing different pageant systems. Once I traveled all the way down to Orlando, Florida to see my coach, um, she ended up winning Galaxy, which was amazing. 
very <laughs> big pageant system. But um, so I started with my first was This Is Me Celebration. And This Is Me Celebration celebrates children with all abilities, including visible and invisible disabilities. So this is oh. held at a children's museum in my town called Above and Beyond Children's Museum. And um, it's a it's amazing, fun party done on sensory activity night. And that's on a Monday night once a month. And I usually do one about once to twice a year. Now, unfortunately, since COVID, we have not had one, but the next one is in the rounds and I'm um, getting donations as we speak. Uh, to help fund the year, next one. you guys work 24 7 right i know right <laughs> you are, right you and <laughs> i have one gentleman that has brought to another investor a fifteen hundred dollar proposal Aww. so that includes all these kids that come are getting a special trophy that says this is me on it um they do get crowns king crowns or for the girls tiaras then there's usually a gift bag with some Play-Doh or other fun little things in there. And then we have fun canvas painting. Then there's cookie decorating. Face painting goes on. There's fun games with prizes there. And it's at a four-level children's um, museum. So it's really fun. And a lot of times I see the same um, families come over and over again, which is, which is great. Awesome. They look forward and to it. Yeah. So like what's happening here and like what I'm seeing is like, so you're having like this safe space and it's very inclusive and you have these families who may or may not know each other, but it's an opportunity for them to connect to like on a higher, greater it level. Like it's really, yes. it really, really is heartwarming. Like I can't tell you how sweet I think that is. It's just yes. super awesome. It's really nice because a lot of times these families don't, they don't, I mean, they don't know each other. You know, they're from a different part of town. The kids go to different schools, but then sure. all of a sudden they connect because their child may have the same um, disadvantage. And right. it's kind of, it is very heartwarming because then families do kind of connect and meet each other. And these kids play with each other while the parents are talking as well. So that is, that is and they're really like good. Not, yeah, they're not alone. They have support. Like the world just got a little bit smaller at that point. Oh, you know? like, I know. Exactly. So um, the next one that I came up with was actually during COVID, during uh, lockdown. It's, it's like, what do you do? I need to do something with my life while I'm sitting at home watching Netflix and drinking a beer. <laughs> So, right. you know, it's like, okay. This is so, what I love. Like, you're my pageant sister. Yeah. Like, a badass who's like, I, you know, I drink a beer. It wasn't yeah, a give me a beer. Love I actually you. wish I had love one you. right now. Um, <laughs> real, 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 real no, people. Pageant so, people are real people. <laughs> right? So I was like, okay, I got to figure out something to do with my time. Burn, like, burn up some hours for next competition. So um, I created Raining Pearls of Hope. And raining, it's, you know, the R-E-I-G-A-N-I-N-G, and pearls is spelled P-U-R-L-S, which is a knitting term. Knitting. Yeah. And I have that to thank you, Angela, because you're the you're one welcome. that actually came up with that, which <laughs> so is cool. genius. It's genius. Thank you so much. <laughs> so raining pearls of hope, we have been knitting now for the last two and a half years, hats for uh, preemies in the NICU units, 
And so for awesome. children going through challenging circumstances as of um, including children with cancer um, and also children in orphanages as well. So awesome. we have that going on for us. And cool. the one thing is, is that it was very calming to sit there and I use, I just used a simple loom and some really soft, thick um, yarn. And then, you know, I could make one in 45 minutes to an hour. And it was, it was very, uh, just, it was relaxing. You know, it was great to do. I got addicted to it. I could not sit without knitting. So even if I went to go see my parents and I would sit there and we'd be talking, I would be knitting while we're talking. (laughs) Right. That's awesome. Yes. And, you know, literally a good within a year, I had probably almost 400 hours in knitting. Um, There were days that I would knit during lockdown for eight hours straight. And you're not the only one who's doing it. Like you have, there's a bunch of people doing it with you and you guys are all making these hats for these little babies. And that's so sweet. Yep. And that's just part of it. That's just part of the whole thing. It is. I was going to mention to you, uh, Megan, um, that you then get connected with different charities and, and get connected with different people. And through some of that, we, I found out that I went to um, a fundraiser with you yeah. for the Dino Liam. For the Dino Liam yes. You know, Destination Dino Liam. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually turned out to be our like flagship charity for the Patriot Sports Radio Oh, Nation. that is awesome. Yeah. That is yeah. awesome. I know. So how small of a world do we live in? Isn't yeah. that crazy? It just yeah. came full circle. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. A, quite a few of our hats have gone to Destination Dinoleum, um, which is an amazing charity. And um, all after this amazing little boy that passed away way too soon. And yeah. um, it's it's very heartwarming to know that when you're spending your own dedicated time where a lot of people just do other things, you know, I do it to help out others. It's a little bit of yeah. warmth onto a child's head or a infant's head that they know yeah. that somebody truly, you know, loves them by knitting them something that's warm and special and one of a kind. Yeah. And and also too, the This Is Me celebration, again, such a great opportunity for people to feel like they're part of something, you know, greater and that they're not alone and that they're supported. And I love, love that. Absolutely. I love that. Yes. So the other thing I wanted to talk about too is like when you guys um, are doing your pageantry, so pat- most pageantry then is definitely... Um, you know, related to service and how you're serving your community, your world around you, which people really usually don't realize. But what happens after you're crowned, you are dedicated towards, yes. you know, yes. why don't we talk about that for a second? Because yeah. it's a whole thing. Yes. It's not like right. you walk away with this pretty crown and you get to like, you know, I mean, yeah. you're using it's, as a means to, it is, you know, uh, it's a commitment. You have to sign, um, you have to sign forms that you are committed with that pageant system until they hold their next state or national pageant. So when you sign up for, um, a pageant system, you're given a local title. They give you a local title that will have something that you want it. Like I had Sheboygan, I had, um, 
Elkhart Lake as one. I had Lake Michigan for another one. And you sign up for those titles as you go in. They send you a sash with that title on it and a crown. So when you are out there working your platforms, volunteering, you wear at least your sash. You don't always have to wear the crown. At least it's your so sash, fun, they have pictures, <laughs> and it shows that you um, were helping out, and that's where the director and the judges end up seeing all of your work. So once you are in that pageant system and if you win that state or national title, you have a contract that for a year you serve with that pageant system, that new sash and that new crown. So your time is just starting. It is a part-time job. People don't understand that. It is seriously a part-time job that you should try to at least volunteer three to five hours per week. And again, this is what you guys are all about, yes. right? Yes. People don't realize. So you're using that, your win, we'll call it, right? Your win. Yeah. It's, it's a win-win. You're using your win to get out on the road, spread the word. You're creating positivity. You're supporting the community while you're still supporting your own platforms and your own sister queen family, uh-huh. right? So um, I don't know many people like there's this world is filled with people who talk about making a difference and they talk about, um, you know, changing the world. And I'm here to tell you, like, very few people actually do that. You guys (laughs) are unbelievable. You guys are the ones who are making a difference. So it's like people talk about like, and I jokingly, and you know that I'm joking, like I call you, oh, my friend, Megan, the beauty queen, like, (laughs) because (laughs) it's obviously you're a beautiful person, but you're beautiful on the inside. But the the joke to me is that it's not a beauty pageant. And so like, it is in a sense, because you guys obviously have excellent hygiene and you look beautiful but it's about so much more than that and and it's so funny to me that there's so many people in the world of a misconception about what beauty pageants are what pageantry in general is and that you know they just don't understand that you guys are the ones who are making an impact on people's lives a hundred percent like I get all like oh about it because it's so sweet it is there's so much help that people need and yep. I see it from all of these pageant women that I'm friends with around the world. I'm friends with on Facebook. Yeah. And it really is amazing. And I do have to just like take note really quick that also in pageant systems, it's not just about being thin or skinny or being able to walk on stage. I've been or in being pageant systems where or they 15. have it um, for uh, physically challenged uh, there's a there's a whole section of people that may not be able to walk because they're in wheelchairs. Yeah. So there's a special addition with that. Then, you know, if women want to get, you know, in a different, pa- you know, like a, well, in the same pageant system, they have like a sophisticate. The sophisticate mm-hmm. is, you know, somebody that may be larger and they know it and they're like, I'm going to rock it out. And yeah. they have to be a size like 16 plus. So right. they have different divisions for that as well. And yeah, I'm glad you people... brought that up because 
I wanted to talk about that because there is different divisions. It's like for like preteens, teens, there's um, yes. categories for um, miss or yep. misses, married or over 40 uh-huh. or, you know, and that's freaking great. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. So it's all, it's all divided by ages is the, is the um, divisions. So, and I've that's known somebody that won in her division that was a size 18 and she was up against this beautiful blonde size two and yeah. she still won. You know why she won? Because she rocks her platform. She's yeah. been a she's been a reigning queen in other divisions and she does a lot of hard work. And that's yeah. why she won. Because the judges believed that she was competing for the right reasons. I think I know who that is actually. If I was at the thing where she was, where she won locally, I'm not sure, but um. uh, it was the one right down in Chicago for AE. Oh, okay. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. Right. So, okay. oh, but you're talking about the one that was out in Elkhart Lake last year. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Okay, and that was a good amazing. That's another story as well. Yeah, you yeah. are correct, and I think yeah. she won against a that woman was like a size zero. Right. Yeah. So, so, it's, so it's not about that. It ain't about that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> she won because so, of her hard work and dedication. So, yep, absolutely. Amazing humans everywhere. So the other funny thing, and well, this isn't funny, but like people don't know this too. It's like um, pageants and pageantry circles. Where I did want to add, add a fun a historical fun fact that um, the first beauty, beauty in quotes contest happened in Atlantic City. It was the inner Atlantic City inner city beauty contest in 1921. And the um the reason why they did it, get this, you're gonna die. They <laughs> did it to try to keep people to stay in the area past the Labor Day weekend. So it was like it was like a tourist like oh, weird and my- oh how far we've come, right? So like at that point it was a be- like here's some chicks in swimming suits. Oh. Why don't you stick around and watch the chicks in swimming suits oh. and keep spending your money in the area? Oh <laughs> so, my gosh. That's silly, right? Oh, buddy. That's crazy. And I bet you those swimsuits were hysterical. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We should look up pictures. That would be fun. Oh my so god. Anybody can essentially like if you have your shit together and you're being organized and you're wanting to do these sorts of things, like I went so far as to tell the guys, like, well, you know, in that French pageant, they kicked out they kicked out some woman because she was too short or whatever. But I said, if you're going to create a pageantry circle, like, you can create a pageant with whatever parameters you want to, kind of. Yeah. You know, like, they're all different. And I think people don't realize that either. <laughs> right. No, yeah, absolutely. That's right. I mean, if you want to, if anybody wants to do a pageant, I absolutely suggest that first off, they get a coach. They need a pageant coach. And also, they need a platform and get out there and volunteer. Yeah. So I have a fun and interesting idea. My mind got to be reeling that they have this system for women, right? There's like pageantry for women. And I was like, you know how I get sometimes, Megan? Megan knows me very well, everybody, just so you know. (laughs) I get to be thinking and I'm like... Uh Why can't men, I mean, like, men can, but, like, I was, like, I would love to be part of starting a, a pageantry system for men and who are a sports fan and be, like, a sports fan mangent, like, oh <laughs> to raise money for charity. I like, love why it. Can, can I have a sports fan, a man pageant where they're, like, 
we have the body painting, like, category. We have, like, who can do their team cheer or chant the best? Like, but why can't they raise money, too? Yeah, (laughs) why not? I mean, honestly, why not? I think it would be awesome. And, like, fill out your application and what's important to you. And, like, I mean, it would be very cool and very fun, I think. But, like, you know, there's men are up against a lot of issues that sometimes people don't realize and there's a lot of pressure on them in general in society and I think that um (laughs) raising money for charity no matter where it goes to is never a bad thing so I was like I want to start a mangent (laughs) yeah you could absolutely absolutely do that because now a lot of times they do smaller virtual pageants so what you do is you end up sending in just like pictures and you could just do it where it's completely online and then the winner gets you know whatever you choose, you know, to have for them. So yeah, yeah, you could absolutely do that. I think we should do that. A virtual mangent. Magic. I love it. A sports fan mangent. They do have pageants for men though, around the world. They do. What are those like? Have you been to one? No, no, but I've actually met somebody. I I did meet a man that was um, a king and I had pictures taken with him a few years ago. So That's I think awesome. a lot of those really are in South America and, okay. and in Europe. That's so, awesome. Um, yeah. Totally awesome. Right. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to start my own sports fan mangent and I'm going to make you a judge. Oh my gosh. <laughs> please do. Especially if there's body painting involved. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. Right. <laughs> or face, face or body painting. Like how much would that be? Yeah. That would be good. As long as there's, you know, maybe we're, we're all together judging and we can have like a couple drinks or something. Right. That would be the best. That would be fun. <laughs> I mean, why not have a beer when you're judging a magent? Exactly. It just <laughs> seems right. And probably we need some nachos or something too, maybe. Oh, oh, perfect. Think. Great. I'm <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Good. So I don't know. I don't feel like we've missed anything, did we? I mean, yeah, I mean it's it's so vague. Like There's so everything. much so much out there, but I have to put out there that especially the women that are up for um, Miss America, Miss USA, yep. and whoever wins the you know Miss USA title always goes to Universe. So they go in, and then all of a sudden that Miss USA goes in to um, to the Universe. But all of those women that are competing in all the states. And then then you have all the women that are competing for universe. They are women that are incredible. Those women are doctors. They are lawyers. They are veterinarians. They are pharmacists. They are incredibly powerful, smart women that, yeah, they've got it all, especially because of their beauty. But it gets to that point because of all the smaller, you know, systems for them to go to. Because first they competed for like the state of Wisconsin, you know, and and so on and so forth. But, you know, I just learned about that. Like they are very smart, intelligent women. So I give them a lot of props for everything that they do. Because then they really have to go out there with their state titles and their USA title and really work their platforms. They don't get arrested day. 
They are no. working themselves or going to school to like to be a doctor or whatever, and then also working their platforms. So it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. I, I am involved with the pageants that are smaller, quieter, but I can still get my work done and prove a point of everything that yeah. I do. Right. Making a difference yeah. every little bit. Like everyone has the power to make a difference in the world and everyone should absolutely try. Yeah. Like absolutely. I don't know who said that. Somebody said that. I wish I could get credit where credit's due, but um, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. So Megan, I thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you'll be part of some of our future endeavors. Absolutely. Thank you, Angela. And thank you, Chris. We will be watching you. All right. And, Sounds um, granted. And I will just make sure that anything that we do, I'll I'll be sure to include you if we if I get something off the ground. Okay. So, Sounds good. Appreciate it lots. You are welcome. And everybody, of course, I would like you to go to the Patriot Sports uh, website, PatriotSportsNow.com. You can go into the forums. We're going to go ahead and open up a forum discussion on pageantry and I want you to sound off on it and if we had a mangent would you participate I want to know for sure you guys take care get your ass off this bus bye sadly it's true that all kick-ass adventures must eventually come to a close but rest assured this will not be our last thank you friends for riding the fan bus now gather your belongings, throw out your trash, and promptly make your exit. And wait patiently for our next Fan Bus adventure. The Fan Bus is part of the Patriot Sports Radio family. Join our community where you can find more of what's kick-ass by visiting us at PatriotSportsNow.com. Until next time, everyone, keep it on the road.